Right, let's get started. Yesterday was Daf Mem test. Today is Daf Nun, and we'll get right to the review of yesterday's Daf, and then we'll get to today's. We're talking. We're gonna have a mind. Refuah Lema, Talu Nidit. I don't remember the name Yuda, but whatever. <laughs> it was a, it was a, a little bit complicated. Hadassah Basronia. Okay, can I, do you, have, you like me to say it, Rabbi? Yes, uh, okay, say I'll it. Say it one more time. Simcha David ben Shendel Miriam. Simcha David ben Shendel Miriam. Okay, for Shlema. Thank you very much. Good, Thank all you. right. And with that, let's start the review. We started off talking about who's a mamzer. So, first opinion, the most strict opinion is Rabbi Akiva. He says that a mamzer is any share basar which means any form of relation, forbidden relation, shahu below yavo, that falls into the category where the, the Torah says, do not have that, do not have, do not uh, cohabit with this person. So that falls, that the child of such a union will be a mamzer, even though it's only a lav, a lo yavo, it's not, not talking about kares or any punishment. That's shitas Rabbi Akiva. Shemina says that it has to be a severity of kares, bide shamayim, a level of excision, in order to make the child a mamzer, so that would include pretty much any of the arayos. Okay? And, um, and that's the halacha. The halacha is that the level, in order to be a mamzer, requires a prohibition of kares. And then there's Rabbi Yeshua, who's the most lenient opinion, who says that even kares is not enough to be, make a mamzer, but you have to be chayev misas bezdin. As we know, there's some of the arayus have only a severity of karis. Others have a severity of misas bezdin, death penalty by the court of law, if they catch you and they warned you, so then there's a death penalty. On that, if that was the union, then the child will be a mamza. Now, Rabbi Shem Benazi said, Misas bezdin is higher than misas bezdin. is higher than misas deshmai because it means that we don't rely on Shemaim to punish, we're punishing. So it's a, in a way, it's, a, it's more severe. That's why we consider Shabbos, in a sense, more Chamer than Yom Kippur, as far as Malacha, because Malacha for Yom Kippur is only Kares. But as on Shabbos, it's Misa's Bezdin, it's Skila. Okay. So B'Shem Ben Azay says, I, I found a Miguel Yuchsin in Yerushalayim, and it was written there that so-and-so is a Mamzer, May Eishas Ish, which is Eishas Ish, is, as we know, death penalty of Chenek, is Mekayim, the Shita of Rabbi Yeshua. Okay, a man's wife dies, he's allowed to marry his sister. If he divorces his wife and then she dies, he's allowed to marry his sister. If she, after the divorce, married another person and then dies, she, he's allowed to marry the sister. Similarly, if a uh, man... Uh, this woman was married to her to his brother, and then the brother died without children. So now she is his Yivama. Um, um, and she dies. Um, then he's allowed to marry the sister. He did a chalitza to her, and then she dies. She's allowed to marry the sister. She married somebody else after the chalitza. We're not talking about Be'ezer. Yes, Dafyom is right now. Yeah. Okay, Shalom Aleichem. What? Please, absolutely. What's your name? Yeshua Wilhelm. Welcome. Yeshua Wilhelm? Wilhelm, yeah. From where? Boston. Very nice. Welcome, welcome. You're related to the Rashiva there? 
Okay. Um, and we are doing a review of yesterday's daf. This is, we're learning. Um, okay, you might need a Gemara. Look up there, maybe. I'll go up there. Okay. Um, so, basically, or she married somebody else after the Chalitza and then dies, you'll still be allowed to marry the sister. And that's the end of the Mishnah on Daf Memtes. So, Rabbi, it, yes. Rabbi, can I ask a question? Sure. You know, why do we get all those cases? You know, the, the, we started the Gemara yesterday. It doesn't say why they need all those cases. Because it's very simply, you know, you cannot marry your sister, I mean, your <coughs> wife's sister until wife she dies. Sister. That's all, finished. End of the subject. So, and that's a thought that's not in the South start with. So, what is all this extra about there? Excellent question. The Gemara talks yeah. about it. Okay. Why does he have to go to all those cases? I think five or six cases. Why? Okay, the Gemara talks about it. Well, maybe I guess I overslept that minute. No, no, we didn't get there. I saved it for today. Oh, we didn't get there yet. Okay, okay, okay. You didn't sleep through it. You, you get, uh, get, we'll get to it today. So okay, first, okay, so don't worry. The, the excellent question. Okay. The Gemara uh, is first focused, though, is on the beginning of the Mishnah. So we have three shittas in the Mishnah. We have Rabbi Kiva, we have Shemana Temani, and we have Rabbi Yeshua. What's the basis for Rabbi Kiva, who says that basically any Sher Basar that's Belayavai is a Mamzer? So he derives it from the Pasuk. If you look in the Pasuk in Sefer Tvarim, it says, La Yikach Ishes Aviv, but Lo Knaf Aviv. And then it says right afterwards, So we understand that they're connected and that uh, if you did this first act, the child of that first act will be a mamzer. And that's why you had to give the prohibition of mamzer afterwards. Now, what does the Pasuk mean of It's telling us this idea that Kenaf Shara Aviv. Uh, uh, it means that if the, that 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 uh, even a woman who you father, who, who his father just saw, meaning had relations with, not in a setting of marriage, there's a prohibition on the son. So it's like Rabbi Yehuda. He understands Rabbi Kiva understands as Rabbi Yehuda understands, which is that and Pasuk is talking about an anusas aviv, and it's telling you the isr of anusaviv. Now anusas aviv is merely a lav. It's a negative prohibition. That does not have excision. We're chazring. We're doing a shaklavitari of yesterday's stuff. That's a, okay. So uh, it's chayv eleven, and right after that it says loyavim mamzer bekalashem that uh, that there's an iser mamzerus. So what does that teach you? That these are good examples of getting to that. Now I understand leikach is a case of eshes av, even if it's not your mother. That's an iser. Um, Misa, there's a death penalty, but it, uh, is only a love, and either of these will produce a mamzer. That's the idea. So that's the source according to Rabbi Akiva of what becomes a mamzer. Rabbi Simai adds on in Rabbi Akiva Shita, he says that even if it's any chayvalav, not only if it's a shared basar, which means that there's a like a relationship, even without any relationship, it's a love. The Torah gave a love over here. It'll also qualify. Good example, Rashi brings down of an example of a chayvelav. Um, let's say, um, basically, um, 
So somebody's Maxir Grushasai Mishinesis. That would also be a Mamzer. It's only a love in the Torah. Or in Nesina to marry Yisrael. It's a Lois Hiskatin Bam, because they come from one of the Shiva Umois. On a Moini, then Nasa Bas Yisrael. All of those are just regular Labim that do not have anything to do with like a relationship with, the, with these people, um, per se. You're not, you're not biologically related. And yet, is a lab. So that lab will also, according to Reb Simoy, as well as, and according to Reb Yishevav, he adds on, on top of Reb Simoy's, he adds on also, Chayve Esay. What is a Chayve Esay? Like a, like a Mitzri, um, first generation, second generation. There, um, there, there's an Isser, um, of an essay, it's not even a lab because it says Darsh Lishi is fine, which which implies that you know that a lav habam mechal essay, a negative that comes from positive, that that if it's only the second door, it's not fine. So that's uh, called chad essay. All of those will be mamzerim according to them. They're adding in Rabbi Gibbs' opinion. How do they see that? That's because of the vav. That's vilo. So there's a, a, a on even those other cases of negative prohibition or positive. Anyway, okay, that's it. That's all shitas Rebekiva and also those who expand the sheet Rebekiva. Okay, next opinion, which is Shimon Atimani, holds like the the reason why Shimon Atimani learns that it's only Chiv Karis is because he learns like the Rabbana. The Rabbana say that the Pasuk of Loigal Knafav is not talking about that. He's not talking about Anusasov, he's talking about a Shemeris Yavam of the father. Now, Shemeris Yavam of the father happens to be his aunt, because it's his father was waiting to do Yivam, that means that she was married to his brother, the father's brother. The, one, the woman who was married to the father's brother is the son's um, uncle's wife. The son's uncle's wife is a Chiyov Kareis. So what do you see? That's the case of Chayv Krisis. And it says right afterwards, so it's talking about Chivikrisis. So that's the story. Now, Reb Yeshua says, no, why, why if the goal is to tell you what Isser is necessary for Mamzerus, then it should have just told you which is the more lenient one, and say, why mention at all in this context? The answer is, is because it's trying to tell you only from Layikach up until the next one is going to be a chiv uh, is going to be a chiv that creates a mamzer and not less than that. That's why we had to mention Layikach and that's the sheet of Rabbi of Rabbi Yeshua, which is that it needs a few misas bezdin like the Isra of Layikach ishes ishes aviv. That's a chiv misas bezdin and that's basically the third sheet of that sheet is Rabbi Yeshua. So basically, we have our source really all comes from the same psukim of ishes av which is written next to Mamzer, um, for all three shitas. Now, comes along the Bayi and he says that everybody agrees in a case of somebody who has relations with the Nida, or case where a person is with, a, a, is, uh, with his wife who is a Sota, the child will not be a Mamzer from that union. Why is that? Even though it could be that it's a love, and even though the Nida is actually Karis, doesn't matter. And the reason why is because the, the one of the tests um, is to see if Kiddushin is Tofes, does Kiddushin take over here? And by both Nida and Sota, the Kiddushin is Tofes. Now it's interesting because Rebbe Kiva Lishitaso 
who says that even a lav is enough to produce a, 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 a mamzer, he says even a lav is also the kedushin doesn't take, it doesn't have any effect. Um, um, so the, when it says over here, v'tiyini dasa lav, so that's even b'shasni dasa. It's tafsi b'kedushin. Okay. Um, so that's the story. And uh, the same is true by a sota, obviously, because a sota is still married, of course, to her husband, and the marriage maintains, maintains, so therefore that's also going to be the same thing, that the condition is clearly tofas to her husband. Now, um, and in fact, the Bryce says so, as Abai says, the Bryce says, everyone agrees, Balonido or Soita or Shomeris Yavam, where the, uh, he didn't, uh, right, so, Shemeris um, Yavam uh, is just awaiting Yibam. Somebody has relations with her, the child will not be a mamzer, even though there's a love. Now, why did Abai not mention Shemeris Yavam? It's also in the list. The answer is because he's Mesupak, whether Rav or Shmuel is right over here. And Rav says that the, the Peshul puzzled by Shemeris Yavam, he learns that, the, that a woman who needs to do Yibam, it's interesting, it's in our Mesechta. The, the condition is not tofes. Comes along a man, stamp, puts a ring on her finger, says a ray she's awaiting yibum. It doesn't even take the condition. It's not even having an effect. So if condition is not tofes, so then the vlad might be a mamzer. So that's why he didn't want to mention that one. And Shmuel holds that it's a, like a suffix. It's not clear whether the uh, existing zika does, disallows any condition uh, to be to work or not. And he says, therefore, out of suffix, it would require a get. But because of that, um, he left that case out. All right, which took us to the next part of the, the Gemara. Shem Ben Azai says, I found a, a Megillus Yuchsin, a, a, some sort of document that was talking about the Yichos of individuals in Yushalayim, and it wrote in there that this so-and-so is a Mabzer because of Eish So that was um, what we saw in the Mishnah. Now there's also more that was written into that same document, which is number two. Second point was that the mission of Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov is Kavinaki, which means that even though he doesn't write a lot in the Mishnayis, but whatever he says is clean, and that's the halacha, that's number two. And the third thing mentioned is that Menashe killed Yeshaya. It's a historical thing. Menashe was the king. Um, he was the son of Chizkiah. He became king after Chizkiah died. And uh, he was a big Alvira uh, Vodosara. And he killed his grandfather, Yeshaya Navi. Yeshaya Navi happened to have been his grandfather. So Rabbi says he didn't just kill him. It's a little bit more, it's a little different than that. He judged him and killed him on the basis of a judgment. And it was an amazing, interesting court case. So here's the case. So most, so he, he claimed, so he took him to task for these things. He said, look, uh, Moshe Rabbeinu writes, Ki lo yirani odom no one can see God and live. And you write in your nevuah, I saw God, and uh, you saw God. So it's a, you, you must be a false prophet. That's number one. Number two, uh, Moshe Rabbeinu writes, that God answers our prayers whenever we call. There is no such thing as like, he's only open for you know set hours. Whenever we call out to God, he answers. And yet, um, uh, you, you argue, you wrote, Dear Shashem, that when God is found, that's when you should seek him out. 
What do you mean when God is found? God is always here listening. You're arguing on Meshur Rabbeinu. You're a false Navi. That's number two. And the third one is that uh, Moshe wrote Es Mispar Yom which means that the days of your, the count of your days I'm going to fill, which means that there's an allotted amount of years that you have in your life, and not more than that. And you wrote You told Anavi that I'm going to give you an extra 15 years. How do you give any extra years? No such thing as extra years. So, uh, Yeshaya did not respond to any of these questions. He said like this, Look, I, can, I know my, my grandson, whatever I tell him, he's not going to accept. And uh, even though I do have answers to all those questions, if I tell him, then he will kill me anyway, and it'll be <laughs> in a bigger avera on his part. It'll be, it'll be like he did it amazing. So therefore, I'd rather not respond and let him think that he has a good point. Okay? Fascinating. You know, I don't know why he was so sure, okay, about his grandson, but like in the negative sense, but that's what he said. So he said, so what Yeshaya did is he said Hashem's name, he used, he used the, one of the names of God to get swallowed up in, um, in a cedar to protect himself. Meantime, they realized that he was hiding in the cedar. They took it and they started chopping it up, cutting it up, sawing it through it, and they cut by his mouth, and then he ended up dying. And the reason why he, he died right when it came to his mouth, because he said something inappropriate. He talked about Klal Yisrael in a negative way. He said, So that's why that's where he was punished. Now, we want, okay, I understand he didn't feel it was necessary to tell Menashe the answers, but we want to understand the answers. So the, what about, how do we deal with the contradiction of Psukim? So one at a time. First of all, well, how is it that he was able to say, I saw Hashem? That's because uh, the, to the level that Nevi'im, besides Moshe Rabbeinu, are able to see. In other words, Moshe Rabbeinu was able to see which means like with a very clear vision. In a very clear vision, if you see God, you cannot live. However, which is already a fuzzy reflection, you're not seeing that clearly. So then it's possible to, to the extent that you're able to see, you're able to see God. It's like it's filtered. That's the difference. Okay, that's for the first question. What about Dirsh Hashem Bimatso? The answer is, is that there's a chilip between a yachid and a tibor, which means that when it says, by, by Moshe Rabbeinu, B'chol Kareinu Eilav, so B'chol uh, Kareinu Eilav is whenever he calls, we, we call out as a tibor, yes, Hashem is always there as a tibor. But when it's Dirsh Hashem Bimatso, that's talking about, as an individual, that's a yachid, then, then he will listen to you even if you're davening as an individual. Now, when is the time of Dirsh Hashem Bimatzo? When is the, the, the Himatzo time of Hashem around? That's uh, when the 10 days between Roshani and Kippur. That's, that's that. Now, so that's the answer to the second one. Okay, so that's, uh, you know, they say, Hamelech uh, Basadeh. The king is in the field. That's the marshal of uh, Hashem is out, is here amongst us, uh, so to speak. He's listening to even our individual supplications. Now, what about this idea, the steer of his mispaya mecha amali, which is Moshe Rabbeinu's line, and uh, the adding on of life that Yeshai says? So the Gemara explains that it's actually a machlokes Um What does it mean? On, when on one hand it says as mispaya mecha amali, 
that's one opinion is that that's there's a and a lot of amount of years that the person is entitled to. If you merit, then you get all the years. If you don't merit, so then it starts going down from there. That's Shittas Rabbi Kiva. Chum disagree. They say if you're meritorious, then you can actually add on to your years. And if you're not meritorious, then it takes away from the years. So they told Rabbi Kiva, what do you do with the Pasuk of Yeshaya that says, So he says, forget. He wasn't getting an extra 15 years. He had lost those years because he didn't get married. And therefore, and that's why he was, and therefore they gave it back to him afterwards what was already expected then. And how do I know that he was supposed to really live longer? Because the Pasuk says that the, it talks in a nevuah about the birth of Yoshi, King Yoshio. Amel Yoshio was a big tzaddik, a big Baal And at this point, even Menashe, his father, wasn't even born. Um, so the Rabbanon, so the Gemara says, didn't say that he's going to be born from Chizkiah. It says that he says the base David. So it could have been anybody from base David, either Chizkiah, if he's around, or from somebody else. So the bottom line is, that's not a proof that uh, he was already meant to, originally he was meant to live those extra years anyway. And that is where we got up to yesterday. We'll take it from here to, to this stop. And 